Your mic. Why'd you take my mic? It's your mic. It, it is. is not, I don't. It want has your my mic. love breath on it, which is why I don't want it. Ah. All your diseases. Oh, Bunny arrived just a smidge before spankings. <laughs> a smidge. <laughs> Kisses. Oh God. <laughs> My thought exactly. It is yeah. the red what? <laughs> what? I'm not a romantic. No, not when you're like. Why I do, are you I do like shit that? that's like romantic <laughs> and stuff. Like sometimes, sometimes I like see my bitch and I just lay my balls on her face and I say I love you, baby, and she goes. Oh, blah, blah, blah. That's, that's romantic. That's romantic. Uh, no, I'll dip my balls in that. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Phoenix. Thank you're you very welcome. much. Hey, are you guys ready to do a show? <laughs> <laughs> They had to think about it. Prompt them. (laughs) Had to think about that for a second. Hey, you guys ready to do a show? All right, let's do a show. The following show is for mature audiences only. Listener discretion is advised. And if you don't like it, please go fuck yourself. One, two, three, four. Do you feel your sex life is quite lame? Scared that your desires might be strange? Come and join the kinky world of play. That was lame. Did we not have a fucking speech? (laughs) Jesus fucking Christ. Move on, Boogie. Move on. Welcome to Perverted Podcast, the show where we explore the adventures of the kinky lifestyle, sex, and perversion. Recording live from the Threshold Love Lab in North Hollywood, California, in front of our lackadaisical perverted audience. Hello, perverts. There we go. I'm Kathy. I'm Phoenix. And I am abyss. No, you're not. Stop saying I that. I am abyss. Massage you have no breasts. You know I went to the continent of China. Yeah. Now I have abyss breasts. And you took t- some testosterone because your voice is really I did. deep. Welcome back. I'm feeling excited. Shoot uh, myself with a Nerf dart. That's you're what she so does. You're so lucky she doesn't listen to the show. <laughs> That's the only thing that saves us. That's she true. has no idea what we say when she's gone. Uh, anyway, I am Count Boogie, and this is... Ow, 91. It's See. show. Somebody It says on the thing off. board, it says ow. Actually, there's a half an H there, and it's like, how, 91? How did we fucking do this for 91 episodes? We're creeping up on 100. We are. Mm, yes. Mm. Who's going to get naked for the 100th episode? Is it the naked episode? Ryan Ryan is volunteered. <laughs> can I... Can I... <laughs> Out of all the people, can I trade in this audience? (laughs) Can I just go to the audience store? (laughs) We love our audience. (laughs) Ah, we do. Kathy, goddammit. What? We are heard show 91. We got Phoenix. 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 I love Phoenix. Weren't we supposed to have some sort of Phoenix like song? You're supposed to do a jingle. Phoenix. No. For like she's a cowboy. No. Set him up. Phoenix. Roll him, roll him, roll him. Phoenix up a roll him. Or is it like Phoenix the bird Phoenix? Is it like Phoenix the city? Oh, it is. Because I've lived more than one life. So you're not going to get all fucking metaphysical Shirley MacLaine hey, on us, I are you? I have the fucking tattoo to like say that I'm Phoenix. That's just it, right? You nice. know. So yeah, she's got, she got tattoo. Okay. Come on, you can't argue she's, with my fucking tattoo. She has she's been in the scene a long time. She's been in L.A. a long time. And, I've uh, lived my entire life here. So yeah. were you here? During That's the a 80s? long time. I was here. During Way to go, the 80s. biographical Kathy. She's actually a native. <laughs> and um, and we were talking earlier. Uh, I remember Boogie from the radio on K Rock, and I remember the picture. What? I remember the picture you posted up with you with your bad 80s do and the, the oh. bike racing cap with the fucking bill. With the bill shoved Oh, God. Oh, it was amazing. Fucking zits everywhere. <laughs> Whatever, <laughs> man. Those were meth scars. God damn it. Learn the difference. <laughs> they weren't meth scars. She remembers I can't believe I totally forgot that you had said something about that. Yeah, that with that. And it was the 90s. It wasn't the 80s. Yeah, shut up. 
Eh, whatever. You're old, okay? <laughs> exactly. Fucking old. It's yeah, just I'm a decade old. here or there. What does the it matter? The flipped up ball cap doesn't really uh, bring the highness <laughs> anymore. Uh, Is highness an old term, too? That's like sublime 80s, 90s, whatever. Uh, whatever. Uh, God damn it. <laughs> Fuck sublime. This is ha. Oh, we're going to throw down. All right, let's go. We're going to throw down. Don't be I'd talking like about my know, band. Uh, what happened to Unger? Unger? What are you talking about? Unger's not there. That's not Unger. That's that's Unger. That right? looks nothing that's, like Unger. That's Unger, right? It's much cuter, Unger. Watch. What? Unger! It's a wonderful day, Boogie. <laughs> Look, can't. see? Unger's there. It's Unger right there. <laughs> it's a wonderful day, Kathy. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my God! So you know, it's, so we have it kind of. It doesn't really look like Unger. Who who's the actual person there? Is that Squiggles Unger? Squiggles. Squiggles. Look at this! Such a cute little voice. Squiggles. 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 <laughs> so squiggles. squiggles. Is there anything going on in the chat room? Just wondering where Unger is. Aww. Unger? I took a walk outside and everyone was happy. It was so joyful, Boogie. We have a tiny Unger. We have Tiny Unger in the <laughs> chat room. Just in short, in search of our OG Unger. Oh Aww. well, I mean, he's there with us in spirit. Unger, where are you? The birds are singing, and it's a great sunshine day. <laughs> I hate Happy Unger. <laughs> Something Happy so Unger's wrong. Awesome. It's a wonderful day, Kathy. No, <laughs> it's so out of place. Uh, yeah, ogres are not supposed to be all no, sunshiny. No, not at all. No. That's my. No. <laughs> ogres are like onions. Like a parfait? Parfaits are delicious. <laughs> Everybody loves a parfait. Oh, off the rails already. Look, only eight minutes into the show, and we're already a complete disaster. I don't know where Unger is, but he said he wasn't going to be here, and I'm like, you were like, oh, man, 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 man. I'm like, dude, you have 15 minutes. So, you know, we got, you know, we may have some visits from Who Unger. Who was man, You were. What are you talking about? I don't know. What the fuck ever you talk about? I know you are, but what am I? <laughs> Kathy turned into Beaker somehow. Kathy's just Kathy's just excited because the show actually works for getting her better, harder dick. What? <laughs> that's pretty much. <laughs> Where do you get these ideas? Uh, mm-hmm. That probably that was I not supposed to talk about this? <laughs> yeah, you can talk about it. <laughs> talk about it okay so kathy might have revealed on the show (laughs) that she likes it when creative explorer gets extra mean and extra kind of grr daddy with her sometimes i forget that he listens to the fucking show (laughs) and he heard that so on and on sunday he got a little uh, last sunday he just got all mean on me and i i i could not believe what was happening and i just looked at him and i said you, you're not allowed to say that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, there have been a fly on the wall. Right? Oh, I just have never seen him that mean. And, he, and afterwards we talked. He said, what, what you said on the show you like it mean. So I... <laughs> <laughs> No. Thank you, Creative Explorer. No Thank smattering you. of applause. We help. That's the thing. We it help was. you get better dick. I think that should oh. be a button, a perverted podcast fucking button. We help you get better dick. Like the Staples button. Because who doesn't want better dick? Woo! I don't. <laughs> Why did I just look at Ryan? I'm like, you wanted to get naked. I don't know, man. I gotta let you be who you are. Phoenix doesn't want. I don't receive it. Okay, you give the dick. I don't receive it. Oh, you're a pitcher. <laughs> this is how we do. This is how. This is it. This is all we. Oh, 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 oh! I was gonna. Um, I was gonna say it was actually kind of cool. Um, you know, Corey. We can say crazy Corey because crazy, crazy board member Corey. Yeah, she's angry crazy. board member. Angry, cur- yeah. delicate flower, crazy. Cur- all of a sudden, I'm like, whose permission do we have? Who's <laughs> fucking goddamn editing? It bleeds my ass. So she does her shut up and tie like whatever Sunday, Party. whatever that is, and it was packed. There was tons of people there, and I just kind of wander in for free food. You know, I'm like, you know, of course you do because I'm not overly. It's like a place where like real rope people like who do a lot of fancy stuff so i can't be my shark self you can't bring your gun because i'm like all medium <laughs> rope guy if best so i can't really come in and be like hey blah 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 because there's always like 20 other people there that are like hey i can <laughs> so i just am like well 
<laughs> I'm just here for food. Maybe I can grab someone I know and rape them in the love lab. But uh, there's no rapables in there uh, today. Is that an unpolitically correct word? Yes, I believe it. I, I believe think you so. are un- unpolitically correct. So anyway, so I walk in the kitchen and there's a lady in the kitchen and she looks at me like with this excite, like, hey, look. Oh. And I'm like, hey, looks like it just fell in my lap today. <laughs> Ow! So disgusting. So I kind of do my little saunter thing, you know, like that, in the middle of the shoulder. Don't do the saunter. It's like kind of cross zombie dislocated shoulder guy. Yeah, that's what it is. Yeah. So I'm, and she like came up and she's like, I have to tell you, um, in Sweden, and I instantly I'm like, because I know we have listeners in Sweden. <laughs> and she's all, in Sweden, every Thanksgiving, your oh. turkey video is like the thing <laughs> we want, like all of Sweden. I don't know, you know, but then I felt pretty honored. Like, dude, fly me out. Sweet chicks are hot. So, um, but it was just really, it was just neat to see, you know, just to have a little conversation with her. And she said, yeah, we played as a joke, you know, and, you know, I'm the butt of the joke. So that's, that's good. And they teach about story of your life, the story of my life. Yeah. But it was just, I thought it was kind of neat. So hello to all of our friends in Sweden. Thank you for acknowledging my existence. Mm. And now I go back to scrubbing my toilets. <laughs> I like that picture. I, I, me scrubbing toilets? Yeah, it was a good Should picture. Should I have like a little thong on and just goes up? And, God, please don't. And just How? like mistress, you know, mistress's toilet sissy written on my back. Will, will you wear a tiara? With on? little back hair sticking through the ink letters. What? Now he needs the main. Did you see how I just to... dropped oh, this no. room? Yes. This room yes. is literally yes. Ryan and I. There's Forget like the one, TR, two, three, like four, five, six, yeah. seven, eight, nine. Yeah. There's like ten women and two dudes in this room. <laughs> I am fucking praying to unimaginary gods that there's some sort of meteor <laughs> or like velociraptors all of a sudden birth outside and we're like trapped indoors. And, like, I have the key to the cabinet, so if everyone wants to eat, <laughs> you got to go through the janitor. I just don't know what to say. Don't well, give yourself a smattering of applause. <laughs> <laughs> Happened anyway. I know. That life is the place. Talk about genital torture in subspace. We share our kinky thrills with perverts from around the world. For your peace of mind, please know that the author of every post we talk about has specifically granted us permission to do so. It's a wonderful day, Kathy! (laughs) I could just see your finger hovering over that key. (laughs) There's other ones. (laughs) I don't want to know. You knew the job was dangerous. There's definitely, definitely other ones. All right, so what do we got? Uh, we have a post from, I don't even know, this name just confuses the hell out of me. Vercado. 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 That's like. Uh, I have no clue what's going on. I, 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 yeah. no. <laughs> I like the accent, though. That, that worked yes. really well. Vercado. Didn't it work well? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Mm. So he wrote, uh, drop your top a note. He says, do you have a great time playing? Did the top really give you a good scene? Did they help you feel really good? Did you enjoy yourself? Then drop them a little note the next day. Many tops, including myself, will tell a bottom that if they have any trouble or concern or drop to let them know. We generally like to be there and to help. But correspondingly, if you had a good time, letting the top know makes me feel really good. It lets us know you're all right. It can help alleviate any lingering doubts, and it's generally a great little ego boost. If you do this, the top is going to be more likely to want to play with you again. A short note can go a long way. Something to think about. Be the little star, the more Something. you know. <laughs> I know. Let it sink in. <laughs> Let it sink in. So now uh, all of us here, here on the uh, little uh, little group with the microphones here, That's we're right. all toppers. We're yes. all toppy type of people. So, uh, Phoenix, do you like to receive notes or acknowledgments uh, of your greatness the next day from your bottoms? It is very nice, and it does stroke my ego, but it never happens. I've had it, like, once in the entirety of my 20-some-odd-year career as uh, as a dominant. Well, not... Do not, you, I mean, do you request it, or... You, no. Uh, I mean, like, what am I going to do? Leave a, you know, leave a comment card? <laughs> like, hey, this would be really For nice. your fucking Yelp page? Right. <laughs> Yo, dude, hit give up my Yelp. Yelp review. <laughs> we'll give you a discount for next time, right? I mean, um, so... I don't know. It seems kind of like, um, why? 
just and you don't want to know yeah i don't, know i did a good job at the end of the day at the end of my scene like when my bottom is melty and on the floor and can't move i think i'm good with that i don't really need any more validation than that that's a good little scenario you just uh gave us right there your top is all quivering on the floor and you're like yeah, i did good seriously i done good um I've never really had that happen to me. I've had them say profuse thank yous afterwards, but nobody mm. ever. I mean, I, I wouldn't mind having a nice little bit of chocolate from my bottom and say, here you go. Here's some candy. <laughs> Would you like candy? them to take you by the hand, Kathy? Lead you no, away that's you. for oral aftercare? That's you. You're the one with the oral aftercare. I want my submissive to take me by the hand. Lead me away and give me oral aftercare. God. Is you that a blast from the past? Kind. Mark remembers that. That was like show six that some dude wrote this whole thing about like, this is what I expect from my submissive. And we kind of maybe kicked him in the nuts a little bit over. Just a little. Because the or just the you know that like was in the beginning before we realized we shouldn't really <laughs> we shouldn't really attack get, people yes <laughs> and we've thrown that out the window thank you very much politically correct not here um, but yeah that was that was incredibly uh, incredibly funny um, I don't know I kind of have a different view I mean surely at the end of the day I have to like boogie you know and 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 I'm I'm gonna survive if people don't write me the ten page reflection about my awesomeness. But I gotta say, I, you know, as as a dude that likes to be loved, um, it really is something that I. There's a few things that are behind that for me. Um, number one, when I'm creating something for someone and I'm trying to build and take them to a certain place. Um, or have certain goals that I'm like, oh, I'd like to see this person stretch this way or grow this way or get aroused this way or whatever fucking plan I've made um, and sometimes elaborately taken time and put this together, then I would like some feedback to know because I can't read your mind when you're there. I can't tell what you're thinking, exactly what you're thinking. I can see you're smiling in a puddle and something like that, but I don't know exactly what that process is and as someone who's very visual i would like to know i i love that after conversation the next day where they had some time to process and they're like oh when you did this i kind of experienced this and then sometimes they have like a little you know oh i thought about this and then it was like a vision and i was like an eggshell and when you hit me it broke and those types of things i deserve to know about that because i help fucking make that I don't know other than you smiling and saying thanks, you know, that's really nice, but you know, I got a bad back and a bad shoulder. Part of my what I want is I want to know what you experience. That's part of what I get out of the play scene. I I get what you're saying. I have actually spoken to people I've played with weeks or months afterwards and heard from them that at that time what they felt after and I thought to myself, I would really have loved to hear that, but in all honesty, I never solicited that kind of feedback. I, I never do. asked for no. it, and so I, I have they don't be, give it to me. But you know, <laughs> but it's I mean, no harm in asking. No, I, I'll I'll say it. No, go ahead. I have a totally different take on that too. But I'm an I'm an energy worker. I play with energy. I read energy, and my bottoms respond to that. I respond to their energy, and generally, like I don't necessarily need the feedback because I can see in their bodies and their energy how they're reacting to what I'm doing. And if they don't like something, I'll move to something that, that will go to uh, something that they like and bring it back. So it's, hmm. you know, I don't know if the feedback is really necessary. I just myself. like the visuals. I mean, I understand the energy. I'm, I'm totally there, <clears throat> there with you on that. But the specifics of their thought processes and how they process, that stuff's really interesting. Paper doll. Uh, I'm kind of up two minds on this one because there's there's one thing if you're going to do a top scene with someone, generally I prefer to be at least at a level where I'm in contact with them via phone or text or email anyway, so I would know you know at what place they'd be and wanting to make sure they're okay. So you kind of get some feedback that way. Um, the other thing I've seen done is that some tops will specifically during negotiations say, I want you to write me and like an a essay. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 and you see, and then you get. I mean, it's an ego boost. You're you're soliciting feedback, but if that's important to you, and in your case in Phoenix, you're saying it's not. But if it is something you want, like valid feedback, saying you know this is what I really like. This was really hot. Do this again or whatever. There, you know, you get to look back on. You're like, yeah, that's kind of awesome. I can puff your feathers about it. Um, but then you know, if it's if it's 
you know, if it's not something you want to improve or, you know, like, I mean, absolutely. If, if I'm not, you know, because sometimes people will work through things in the middle of a scene and you can see they're working something out, you yeah. know, and then they get back into the thing like Phoenix talked about where you mm-hmm. change your, you know, your game plan and try to, you know, create the journey in a different direction. Yeah. And the, the most, I think most like inspiring and like the most, the thing I've appreciated most is when someone sees something I've done and maybe it's not the person I played with, but they come up and go, Hey, that thing you did was really hot. And then I, you get feedback from a third party. That to me is almost better than um, hearing it from the person you played with. Cause you're like, wow, that's cool that it inspired someone else. And you don't necessarily, you can't really solicit that. That's just going to happen. If you're playing publicly. If you're playing publicly. Yeah. Other than the I mean, gardener when the gardener well, kind of I mean, knocks you, on your door that's a whole other problem hey, <laughs> i was uh, trimming the bougainvilleas and uh <laughs> fuck that i i never thought you could put a whole pinky in a urethra i mean i'm thank you thank you so much random client i think you mean in a dungeon right like if you're at a play party you know, uh, okay that's that's kind of hot <laughs> i mean not that i would mind i'd be like hey <laughs> well i remember last week you talked a little bit about it and even uh abyss said how if if i don't know that you had a good time we're not playing again right if i if you're out of there five seconds after the scene is over yeah yeah that's you mean like the immediate afterwards well it can be anything i mean if if, uh, i've had partners who had to leave right away afterwards but i would have liked to talk to them and find out how things went so uh, you know it's just a different take on it we are always concentrating on the bottom and needing some kind of aftercare and there's there's generally not a whole lot of 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 discussion had about what tops need so sure sure ryan did you have uh, something uh yeah actually i just had an experience recently uh yesterday i had an amazing scene with a sub that her master was in australia he lives in australia he comes down very rarely uh, and he allows her to play with you know other people find somebody that might be consistent to play with um and my girlfriend gave me the advice to give her an uh an after letter to make sure she was okay a nice little check up the next day and once i wrote that to her i got a response from her master uh a few hours later thanking me profusely for that letter and actually offering to be her consistent top sure just out of that one experience so i mean i would say personally that it's not necessary or it's maybe optional more so for the top to receive a thank you letter sure. or like a, a checkup. But uh, in the response to a checkup, getting it from her master saying thank you was a very big uh, um, self-confidence boost to me. Sure. And it made me feel very good about the scene. So I think it just depends on the bottom, depends on the scenario. Uh, like you said, if you're playing with Energy Phoenix, you know, if you can read that, if you can feel that, that's one thing. And being able to have that immediate response but when you're having more of like a physical headspacey kind of feeling they don't exactly know what they're seeing in that moment that's true So being able to have that data reflect like boogie said they can have a more clear response on what they want yeah yeah, yeah. I, I would agree with that sure Just, uh, there and once again this is all stuff that you talk about before you play if you are aware of what your needs are top or bottom that is what negotiation is for and that you say hey you know, this, these are some of the things that I need, and then you find out if this is someone you want to play with. Because if you need a lot of aftercare, or you need that big reflection at the end, or whatever, and the person's like, "Actually, I just want to, you know, get a fucking spanking and then run off and get a cookie and play with, you know, other people." Um, if that doesn't work for you, that's are where you talking you- about Maso Kitty? Huh? <laughs> <laughs> no, she's yeah, she does bounce around quite a, quite a bit. In the dungeon. But no, it, it, it's that's something that you really talk about. And, and that's also being okay with your needs and not feeling shame for if you do need um, your dominant oral aftercare. If that's what your jam is, then by all means, rock your fucking jam. Just be honest about it up front. And, you know, some people may reject that. I'm still waiting for my oral aftercare. Yeah, you keep waiting. Just take me by the hand. It was just the fact that he that. said, take, take me, me by the by hand, the hand yes. and lead me somewhere for oral aftercare. It was amazing. Amazingly ballsy. Because if he's getting it, who's going to argue? Certainly not you. Well, I mean, I'm not blowing him, but, you know, I'm there with the gardener watching Paper Doll. Oh, my God. <laughs> It just sounds like a bad fucking 70s song to me. Honestly. Take me by the hand. Or <laughs> lead me. Take I, I me by the hand. <laughs> there you go. Oral aftercare. Baby, oral aftercare. Oral aftercare. 
Enough. Why don't you start? <laughs> Let's. Can, can we please check in with Unger? Squiggles. Yes. What's going on in the chat room? So the peeps in the chat room say that having like written beep feedback after a scene sounds like a form of punishment for the bottom. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Well, tell them we think all of them are greedy dicks. <laughs> and then um, Lazarus Touch says, "Well, maybe maybe like a school scene. <laughs> it just to where it's like, like a punishment. Like, so it's a pun- this is work. It's work for the bottoms. Right? Oh, fucking heaven, fucking boohoo! <laughs> Write a hundred fucking lines right now. Jesus right. fucking Come on. Christ." <laughs> Well, it's a lot of work for us. God, don't don't hurt the equipment. Bougainvillea. Bougain. Well, tell them thank you so much for the <laughs> polite and stunning input. All right, what's next? Let's move on. Attention, perverted podcast listeners. Apparently, at this point, the show stopped recording, but we were fortunately able to get it back up again. We now return to your show in progress. <laughs> it's a 70s drum. Are you sure we didn't it's, lose it's, anything? No, no, no. It started okay. where it's the thing. Okay. Right. Okay, right. There it is. <laughs> it was so scary. <laughs> and now for the exciting conclusion of Perverted Podcast Show 91. <laughs> <laughs> people are, Come on. I'm just going to leave that giant gap of edit <laughs> to where people are like. <laughs> what you do? You just happen to look over and see Must that it had stopped recording? I think I just swiped and then it did something, oh. you know, just. Uh, okay. Well, you got it. I did. Let's go on to our second Fet Life stuff. Okay. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I can see you're still very scared. <laughs> I'm like, where's hunger? I'm going to the island of Valverde to save it from the evil dictator. <laughs> you guys come up with this. Stuff. I don't know what's going on in the chat room. I don't know. I'm not even here. Didn't you listen to me earlier? Come on, you girly man. Listen to me now. I'm leaving later. <laughs> okay. I feel better. <laughs> we had Arnold Unger. Uh, I love Arnold Unger. I feel more secure now. All right. So Dominant Life wrote a post called BDSM Roles versus Sexual Orientations versus Gender Identities. Quite a hefty title there. And he says, if you are seeking a partner, what is the quality quality, excuse me, you most seek out? What was the thing you sought the most? What is the title of your biggest checkbox? Ask yourself if it falls under one of these categories, BDSM role, sexual orientation, or gender identity. For me, I have always had sub on the top of my list. I know I am a diet-in-the-wool dominant, and I need a submissive to serve by my side. During this past week, I quizzed a few of my friends. The answers I got somewhat summed up my preliminary conclusion, which is this. We kinksters seem to be more attached to our BDSM roles than we are to gender identities or sexual orientations. What do you think? Bougainvillea. <laughs> you like I, that word. That's all I got. It's a Bougainvillea. good word. It's very thorny. It is. Very painful. It's a thorny bush and a thorny word. <laughs> that is right. Yes. Say well, it again, Boogie. Bougainvillea. <laughs> Bunghole. Bunghole. <laughs> Stop Stop it. in the 90s and all. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh-huh. Let me get my hat. Shout out. <laughs> I like to have had a happy face on it. What a dipshit. Jesus Christ. No wonder they fired me. They <laughs> shit canned me. All right, so does yours lo- uh, fall under BDSM role, sexual orientation? I thought we were doing, weren't we doing the first part where it's like, what do you find interesting about someone? Well, yes, because he has to fall under one of those three. No, I thought the first question just was just answer the question. I don't know. I don't have an answer if I'm out of order. Oh my god, he's I'm getting answer- pouty. I'm answering. He's going to throw a little tantrum. I'm answering in order. Well, now, and I guess. Well, it's the okay. What, yes, which which yes. go ahead. What what is the quality you most seek out? Well, thank you for asking. Oh, Such a I've, I've written it down. <laughs> Uh, what do I look for? Horny, likes girls, likes cuddling, pretends to like me, can have a conversation about the universe, doesn't base their behaviors on made-up religions, is willing to face their fears and weaknesses to become stronger, and is horny. 
That's I think I he like. said the one thing. You're supposed to choose the one that is most predominant. I am a schizophrenic. Oh my. <laughs> Each Such one gets one. We're schizophrenic with a laundry list. Two, no of, two of them are horny. <laughs> I'm ignoring you. We'll go into Phoenix. Did you have one? Um, For, I would guess it would be by gender identity because... I'm attracted to women, so it was like the whole, like, who doesn't want more dick? Me? I don't. <laughs> I want pussy, thank you very much. So, um, <laughs> thank, you, thank you, thank you. Do a bow of applause. Uh, or a bow of applause. That's not right. It worked. Yeah, it works. Yeah. So yours but would be... Uh, gender. It is gender. Yeah. Has to I be mean, a woman. Honestly. That's the yes. big one. That's I, the one. So that's just like, okay, so this is... Okay, now I'm, I'm with you now. Well, I, I mean, I've we were in order guys. now. Now I'm following. Yes, I played with guys before, and it just does not work as well for me as it does with women. Mm-hmm. I connect better with the energy, and uh, guys, not so much. Sorry, guys, <laughs> but <laughs> it's just kind of one of those things. Like, um, I think we base our uh, choice of potential partners on first and foremost attraction. So. What do you go? What are you attracted to? Are you attracted to what they look like? Yeah, sure, of course. So, I mean, that's you know, unless I'm talking to somebody and like the first thing I know is like, "Ooh, you have a really wonderful energy," kind of thing. Oh, <laughs> so, <laughs> oh I get the little yeah. the little, little harps. <laughs> yes, Gliss. they start walking at you, and there's a spotlight behind them, and they're like, "Oh yeah." <laughs> <laughs> I feel you. Yeah, I feel you on that one. Do you want to change your answer now? No, I no, I, <laughs> no, because I have different. Because I have a lot of different preferences, I see kind of different things. I mean, pretty much gender. Okay, I'm attracted to to women. That's who I'm attracted to until the day I wake up and want to suck a dick. I'm attracted to women. So um, when is that going to happen? I don't know. I, I know a lot of people are waiting. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't happen today, uh, but uh, but then so gender ID okay um, fine. But as far as like um, BDSM, I mean that goes for different things. There's some people that I I have a very strong sense of that. I feel a very dominant energy towards them, and then there's people that are very little, and I you know so I feel different dynamics BDSM, and sometimes it's just romantic. Sometimes I'm just very attracted to that person, and I just. I want to have, you know, sweet cuddly stuff with them. So I don't I don't have like a one go-to that I always that I always have. Hmm. That's a I did not expect that answer from you. What you what you expect? It sounds right? very very quite <laughs> Bougainvillea. I can't name the show Bougainvillea because I can't fucking spell it. I, I, I just Google Boog, it, man. It'll just be Boog in villain. You know, the Boog villain. It's actually pronounced Bougainvillea, just to let you know. Yeah, Boogie. Because I'm a fucking dominant asshole, and I'm going to tell you. You know what? Shit. You can call it whatever the fuck you want. <laughs> I swooned all ten ladies in this room by saying, "Did you Bougainvillea?" <laughs> Hmm. Yeah. I didn't notice wait. any swooning. Yes, squiggles. Hang on, wait. So, okay. So the chat room decided that we're pretty flexible, just they have to be kinky. Fair enough. Yeah, it works. Fair enough. That's a pretty Which good one. Which is basically what he was saying, mm-hmm. is that most kinky people will, whatever is at the top of their list has to do with kinky. The one thing I kind of um, don't know if I necessarily agreed with, did I, did I put that uh, down, is is there is a strong contract contract. Only wow, ninety one. There's a strong contrast in the in the post about the vanilla world to yes. the kink world being more tolerant or being m- more willing to yeah. do things, and I don't think that necessarily is true. I think the environment that is set in the general BDSM community, not all communities, but at least here in our community in Los Angeles, is supportive of you if you are curious to suck a dick go suck a dick no one's gonna fight you or judge you or shame you but i don't think it's any i don't think people come into the lifestyle necessarily because i sure didn't i've been here eight years and i have tons of people trying to constantly convert me to the greatness of dick and 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 it's just not there so it's i don't think that it's any that attraction is the same in the in the non-kink world as it is in the kink world i just think there's more of an environment that if you are curious and you're here, 
you have a much more open, non-judging kind of environment for it. It's true. He did mm-hmm. make a point of saying that was just his in his experience. That's what he's found, but yeah. it doesn't mean that everybody is like that. I would have to agree with him that that in my experience, I've seen that m- majority of kinky people I've met uh, are much more. I mean, it, like myself, I'm. I, I wouldn't choose. What was it? I wouldn't choose sexual orientation because. I'm bisexual, so n- n- I'm not going to have a strong preference either way. I wouldn't choose a BDSM role because I'm a switch, and I certainly wouldn't choose gender identity because uh, I just I'm greedy. I like it all. So <laughs> uh, the stuff that would have I would have ticked the boxes would have pretty much had nothing to do with any one of those, and that's what will generally. Uh, attract me to somebody and by attract I don't mean just sexual attraction when I meet somebody I become attracted to them and it's almost like I want to hover around them like a satellite I don't know which way the the relationship will play out sometimes it ends up just being a friend sometimes I end up being joined at the hip with some dude who wants to say hey let's put on a podcast (laughs) (laughs) and sometimes attracted (laughs) to me no that's exactly what I'm not saying that is so awesome I love you too Candy oh god paper doll (laughs) sorry um, just just, I would say the kinky thing of saying that that's like an automatic for open minded I would argue the opposite of that I not that everybody who's kinky is not but I, I would find very many rigid people who define themselves as kinky and would say like you know kink is not sexual kink is one true way i I, that's an attitude that just boggles my mind it's not it's not something that automatically makes you open-minded or accepting of gender identities and expressions or whatever there's some really rigid fucking people who treat it like religion and um really like like you know because i mean i think a lot of kink came from religious formations you know like a lot of the ritual and stuff is based on like catholicism or ancient religions whatever so you can have a lot of that. In L.A., I think we're kind of lucky because people are really open-minded and they generally don't give a crap of what you do and they're not going to attack you for any behavior. But try going to Orange County. I mean, try going... <laughs> Just try 50 going, miles I mean, away. Yeah. I mean, there's other places, even in California. And then try going to the middle of America. I mean, and, and someone might say they're kinky, but it's going to be completely different to meet the kinky community in a different area. You're probably more likely to find a more open-minded community, but I mean, if I were to rank, um, what I'd look for it would be sex positivity and um, you know physically affectionate people. That's not necessarily something you can say all kinky people are. There's some kinky people who are like, yeah, I don't want to fuck you. I just want you to kneel or whatever. And you're like, well, you oral know what? aftercare. <laughs> it's not going to work for me, you know. <laughs> you know? Bo- Boogie won't have anything to watch when he's out in the bougainvillea. You know? <laughs> so. I agree, and that's something that's really important. We're just very spoiled here to have this kind of community where there's so many people that just we're not as. It's true. I mean. Uh, what Paper Doll said, too, is, is very true. I mean, how many people have you come across that have been uh, shame other people for their kinks or, or whatever? Like, your stuff is not, your shit's not my shit. Right. That's fine. And as far as what Kathy said, like, it, it comes down to energy again. I'm going to say it again one more time, like, energy. But you're going to meet that person. I Even, uh, you know, those are the people that you are attracted to is you're generally attracted to their energy rather than what's between somebody's legs. Honestly, even though like uh, I have said before about males not working for me, they just haven't. So, but that means maybe I haven't found the right one or the right person or the right it, they, who, right. you know, whoever. So it's possible. Speak, turn the mic down towards your mouth. I'm short. That's it. So who are you? I'm charisma. Charisma. Um, I think since entering the kink scene, I've discovered that I'm a lot more open-minded than I thought I was, and I find that I'm way more attracted to the role versus the gender. Okay. So. Very good. Very good. I like you hold the mic like fucking Pat Benatar, man. <laughs> like you're ready to just go, Dialad! Oi. We are strong. He's in an 80s <laughs> mood right now. Really? No one can tell us we're wrong. <laughs> Stop it. Love is a battlefield. That was hot. That was a great so fucking song. It really was. Flipped yeah. your hair. <laughs> See, now you're joining me. No, I'm never joining you. You're All right, let's move on. <laughs> let's move on. Those were great topics. That was, that was a, wait, wait, no, wait. Vaginas and paninuses, things we find interesting. This is the random topic we are gonna talk about now. 
Why do I love that one so Because <laughs> it's vaginas, vaginas and paninuses. Paninuses. <laughs> paninuses. So this is, well, you got a this jingle. Is, You're yes. going to talk about. We're going to talk I, about dominant littles. I feel so special because I got a jingle. That's right. No, yeah. you know, we were, I was talking to Phoenix about what do you want to talk about on the show? And she's all, I don't, know, I don't teach. I don't do anything. I don't Okay, she well, kicks ass. <laughs> she does in a Whoa. scene. So I started just asking her questions and grilling her. She says, "Well, you know, I'm I'm more of a dominant little." I'm all, "What? What the hell is that?" They, so we exist. We walk among you, and uh, that means I can be little and I can kick your ass all at the same time. I just I mean, have trouble under- envisioning what a dominant little is, other than I mean, isn't that a brat? No, okay. no, I'm a very bossy little girl. It's true, but. Um, as far as things go, like if I have parents, uh, I make the rules and they're going to follow what I say. <laughs> so if I want my fuck, you can make me go fuck Mickey pack. <laughs> what? Go what? Don't kill yourself. Go make me some fucking pancakes. You're going to make me some fucking pancakes, right? Oh my God. I mean, <laughs> go get my stuffy. Go get my fucking stuffy. That's right. Go get my fucking blankie. I want my blankie and my pack. I want it all. Now, all right. Did you did you know that's what you were? Or did, did that evolve over time? It's an evolution process for me. I mean, when uh, I met Boogie, I don't know, six seven years ago, mm-hmm. uh, at a Little's party here, his party, right? I, I think LA it's like Littles. the L.A. Little's. Yeah, yeah who was? Um, you know, I had thought that I was sort of a more submissive kind of little, where take direction for anybody. And for a little while, I kind of did. That doesn't play. It, it, it hasn't done well with me forever. Like, I, I built myself up from the bottom, came up as a sub, switch, dominant. Taking orders doesn't really work. I'll take some direction, but no, no, no. I, <laughs> you're going to negotiate the rules, and it's going to be my rules. Well, so. in listening to you describe that, that sounds like a brat to me. So can you explain what you would consider a brat to me mean and what you consider a dominant that sounds like a brat to you no 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 no. make me some fucking pancakes yeah no <laughs> no just, no that sounds more dominant <laughs> I, I think it's dominant i mean how do you say please and dominant right fucking now right <laughs> oh my God. so that's that's please <laughs> but as as a a little i mean i i make the rules and i'll tell you what uh if you hate my little pony i'm gonna make you fucking watch every single episode of my little pony with me Every day, or as much as I can fit in in a day, just because you hate it, I'll leave Legos flying for you to walk on. Because I'm a sadist too. I would, I'd say you're so. an asshole, little. <laughs> well, if that's the title that's, you're going to give, well, that, that I mean, works. and I once again, that. that's it, you know, sadistic, dominant, whatever you, you know. If that's how Phoenix identifies, as long as you have, because there's someone that's looking for that. Oh yeah, there's that someone who true. wants to be controlled like that. I don't understand the the bratty connection uh, at all with that. It just seems like I'm. It, it just seems like I'm still in control. But the things instead of wanting, you know, serious kneeling, bowing, these pos- slave positions and those types of things, it's get me my cuddle blanket, mm-hmm. be of service to me as a little, and then I'm also hitting you or doing things to you right. so so it kind of or laying out legos for or you. laying out <laughs> legos for you so it's just kind of a create it's like a little's mindset like how would a little you know be a dominant and so i i totally get well it reminds me of that twilight zone episode whereas the brats like no i'm not gonna no we yeah. should know the, the, the dominant yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you're doing real good <laughs> It's a real good thing you've done that. It's a real good thing. Can I do that? Let's swish him away to the cornfield. <laughs> we are so old. We are. Seriously, we're fucking old. Pat Benatar, Twilight Zone. <laughs> I mean, Half bad. our listeners are like, I think they're, it's, it's like watching, you know, remember when you were a kid and you watched Bugs Bunny cartoons? And all of those cartoons were made like World War Two, just post-war, you know, Hitler bashing, like all this shit. And you just you you were entertained by it, but you're like had no idea what they were fucking talking about. Oh, That's yeah. us. That's us. All right. That's what we the do. Perfect shit. description of us. We are Bugs Bunny. Yes. yes. Masso Kitty. Hello. Um, no, I was saying, well, you know, I was saying in my head, uh, <laughs> <laughs> brats, you know, can be in any dynamic. They don't have to be littles. They can be any sort of 
and it's typically referred to as a submissive term, whereas if you are a dominant little, you would have a submissive daddy or caregiver counterpart. Mm -hmm. So, you know, to be a Veruca Salt little, as Cupcake calls it in her uh, Little's Age Play 101 classes that she used to teach, um, you would require a submissive daddy type rather than a dominant daddy type, whereas a brat is someone who typically brats for the reaction of a dominant partner. That is true. Yep. But so that, then you're, well you find. That's what I was thinking. You're saying that you find partners <laughs> Good. that fit you're that? You're hired. Yes, I have in, in the past, but uh, um, they're hard to find, to be honest with you, because there's. Even though uh, the submissive should know that it's a level of service that uh, kind of goes above and beyond, it takes somebody really special to deal with that. Um, hmm. So, like, the I've had some success and I've had some epic fucking failures. <laughs> as far as I, I can goes. imagine what those failures from, are. From people who've tried and just gone, oh, I don't fucking know what the hell you want. I mean, to others who are just like, no, 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 I'm, I'm done with this. Like five seconds later. So, but yeah, the submissive parent is something that is really, again, it's negotiations, finding that special kind of. I don't know. Yeah. I'm kind of lost on that one. So if you're listening to the show and you think so, that you're a submissive parent, <laughs> contact Phoenix. Absolutely. You're more than welcome to. I love it. Uh, That's good. I mean, I, I find the whole little thing fascinating, like we talked about last week. And when you said dominant little, I was like, that is one I've never really heard of. Yeah. And, and Master Kitty's right about, like, if you're a brat, you're just going to be a jerk. I you're mean, trying to get the reaction. Get the reaction. Yeah. No matter whether you're little or not. Yeah. harder or whatever, yeah. but... Um, I'm just a bossy little bitch. <laughs> I relate to that. It's I get true. it. Huh. I think the That's, blue light special wait. just went on. <laughs> Squiggles Unger. Yes. Okay. Into the microphone. Yes. So they said it's the daddy wrapped around my finger dynamic. The daddy wrapped. It. Mm-hmm. So okay. a dominant little, it's just the one who's telling the daddy what to do. So they get what they want when they want. Kind of like, yeah. Oh, so you, so the dominant is topping at that point. No, the so the you're little, t- the, the little, little is calls topping. the shots. The little calls so the shots. Like, okay, it's like daddy's little girl. Daddy does whatever the little girl says. Maybe topping from the bottom. Yeah, that's more of topping from the bottom. I think to be, um, I I actually provide the direction and the, we negotiate the rules, how things go. Like this is, um. Let me think about this for just a quick sec because I'm kind of on the spot. But you, 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 you have to negotiate your your duties and roles and how much direction I'm going to take from you. Like, because you can go, no, no, you really shouldn't have that ice cream. And I can go, well, fuck, I make the rules. Get me some fucking ice cream now. So, right. <laughs> That's would, kind of bratty, to be to honest with you. But uh, <laughs> it's bratty. But the dynamic is, is that you. The power exchange is still yours. Absolutely. The exchange is still going to you. And I think in the that sense, the power exchange, that's like a different, that's the the bratty part. Mm-hmm. I think for, let's, let's, <laughs> let's take this time to do a little disclaimer. <laughs> the disclaimer is, is look at us all here on Perverted Podcast trying to work out some understanding of each other. And we use terms that maybe for you are a completely different term. Terms are just things that we use to try to communicate with each other. So if to you, a uh, dominant little means that you are the bottom and you're being, you know, you know, challenging to the top, then that's, I guess, what it means to you. Because I don't want a bunch of people to be like, you know, you are trying to create a vernacular that doesn't fit with them. To so we say, to, we'll say just fuck you. Yeah, but pretty much. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, in other words, these are just terms, and we're still working. <laughs> we're still working out shit. Yeah. Totally. I don't have a jing- do I don't that. have a jingle for the next song, so we're just going to play the host topic jingle again. Vaginas and paninuses, things we find interesting. This is the random topic we are gonna talk about now. It's still there. It still fits. It still totally fits. Uh, yeah, it does. Because this That's is. True. Wait, let me make sure the show's still. It's still recording. Still recording. Right. Okay, Yay. we're doing good. We're still recording. Right. So. Was it Maso Kitty? Maso Kitty, Chloe. You know, it's what it, it is. What it Whatever. Is. Okay, so here is something cool. Um, and I'm excited. Thank you very much, by the way, for sending your notes Ew. ahead of time. 
because uh, if you're going to guest on the show or do a segment that we really want to know what the fuck you're going to talk about so we don't just sit here and stare at you. Uh, and you sent great notes. And you're going to talk about pet, pet play. play. Oh. So go ahead and start us off on what you're thinking. And then we'll jump in on some of the things that you noted about. So pet play, like most aspects of BDSM, is a power exchange dynamic in which one or both parties enjoy mentally regressing to an animal headspace. Uh, obviously, you can identify as a pet player without being in a dynamic in that moment but obviously with bsm your ultimate goal would be to have a partner experience pet play with you now does that mean um that you have say two kitties and or a kitty and a trainer or is are they different you can definitely have multiple aspects of pet play um you know we have a great example here in our community with uh black fox and freak attraction who freak attraction is someone who comes to threshold often and she identifies as a kitten black fox identifies as a fox and they do a primal pet play dynamic his fox is a we, dominant counterparty we don't say their names we didn't get their permission to really but, talk about them. Names. yeah i know but oh, we're doing a show my bad yeah Attention perverted podcast listeners. We reached out to Freak Attraction and Black Fox and got their permission to use their names on the show. We now return to the segment in progress. A lot of motherfucking editing in this show. Yeah, fucking damn it, fucker. I just thought about all of a sudden I'm like, yeah, I know both of them. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah, we didn't ask permission to say <laughs> their their We're names. We're planning on doing a live stream okay. later, so. Okay, um, <laughs> no, uh we have two people in our community who are a perfect example of that. We've got uh she is a kitten and he is a fox, but he identifies as a dominant fox counterpart to her submissive kitten counterpart and they do a primal dynamic. That is interesting. So he trains her as he he trains her as a, a caregiver. Um, so it, the role is interchangeable. He can be in his fox headspace or he can be in his caregiver headspace. But when he's in his fox headspace, it's a more primal dynamic between the two of them. But it's still very much a power exchange between the two of them. Whereas when he's in his caregiver dynamic, he's more of, you know, in his humanized headspace to train her. Right. OK. I, that That is definite. Now, you had said something in your notes that I thought was really interesting because I hadn't kind of considered it as people are... Uh, trying to find like what is their you know what is their animal what do they identify with there was a couple points i had but the first one i thought was interesting is that you talked about say like a fox like this 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 guy um that that's not a domesticated animal right so if you are looking to be okay so typically typically pet play is done from uh the submissive side the submissive person wants to be the pet player it doesn't have to be that way by any means but it typically is and um if you are you know interested in say fox play well foxes are a non-domestic animal therefore the reason you might be more drawn to fox play is because it is a more difficult animal to train it will bite it will you know scratch it's not going to be as submissive as say a puppy or you know i identify as a kitten because kittens are bratty but lazy you know they're <laughs> i can sleep all day i will day as scratch a you for a minute and then i will sleep <laughs> exactly so but you know foxes are very like active and like here and there and they also are very you know aggressive and not the easiest to train so depending on what your um where you're going to go in your headspace might be which animal you choose to identify with, where you want to be as a sub. You could be like a raccoon and just fuck up people's kitchens. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. Just be like walking to people's house. I'm a motherfucking raccoon. You just start ripping shit. Absolutely. Haven't you ever seen, like, if you live somewhere where there's raccoons? That's actually you. You have to literally, like, <laughs> bolt your doors. Because they will just get in and it just, it's, they're like cats times 12. Like, you know, cats knock everything off. Raccoons would just be like... Have I, just you got, seen, I just got to rearrange some shit Have in here. you seen the kitchen after you make dinner for everybody? It's like a fucking mess in there. Are you are you what? Are you knocking my domestic abilities? Yes. Is that what is that what this <laughs> you is? You are like a raccoon in there, man. I just think raccoons are cool. I actually had to fight a raccoon out of my kitchen one night. Trying to fuck up your kitchen. Yeah, with a fucking <laughs> broom and shit. It came into my living room. It was on my mantle. Fucking hissing at me. These things have giant teeth. Yeah, no, you can be pretty much like any pet within the pet play dynamic. Because there was um, someone who was talking to me about a, a gorilla who he just liked to be, you know, chained up while he was at the dungeon. And people would walk by and be like, Rawr! And, you know, he would go all gorilla. And he had his handler there. They would be like, no, back, gorilla. And <laughs> that is awesome. <laughs> I might I might have moments where I become possessive as a primate over Absolutely. over my over my women in the bed. 
and I and I show them show them said it's Mark's favorite thing in the world because I throw poo and everything. Like I look. What? <laughs> Please tell the audience you don't actually do that. No, I don't throw real okay, pool. Thank it's you. Called, it's called a role play. Just thank you for clarifying. It's a role play. Ah. Uh. But then I get all primal and I like to like protect audience. them and then I look around and I'm all <laughs> 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 Like when the other male approaches and I go and I bat my chest and I reach and I throw fucking poo at him. Is that why you pick at your ear hair and start grooming yourself while we're in the Let kitchen? me tell you, gorillas don't get a lighter and trim their ear hair with it. I am an advanced primate. I've seen you just I'm, picking I, at your I'm beard. I'm more Neanderthal-y. We yes, got our asses kicked that. eventually. We got our asses kicked eventually, but yes. We're just totally interrupting Maso Kitty. <laughs> She's just hey, watching. Hey, man, I'm watching this. Here's Okay, okay, Maso Kitty. Did I just say something weird or something? Okay, never mind. Um, <laughs> when don't you say something okay. weird? <laughs> Shut up. Okay, I have a point. Um, this was something that I think is really interesting, and we have some people that identify. We have a few people in the room that identify as certain pets. Uh, we have a bunny. We have a kitty. Um, Puppy. We have a puppy. Okay. Mark, <laughs> you're a squabster. That's right. She is a squirrel and a lobster. <laughs> she is a squirrel and a lobster combined. So we have some people that pip it. Now, here's something that I have known, and it kind of confuses me when I think about it. I have noticed that when people identify, uh, like, I'm a kitty, I'm a bunny, I'm a squabster, um, <laughs> they're, it's, they stick with that thing. Whereas it's not like a role play where people are like, hey, you know what? I'm going to try to explore a gorilla today, and then I'm going to be a squabster, and then I'm going to be a kitty, and then a raccoon and a platypus. Do you mean as opposed to having different animals, or do you mean like it's a headspace that's continuing on throughout their everyday life? No, no, no. I mean that, that when people identify as a kid, like, do you ever just say, fuck it, man, I'm going to be a, I'm gonna be a no, reticulate okay. python today? You know, it is, it's, it's very interesting. It does depend on the person. Um, actually, currently, there is like an epidemic going on within the kitten play community online where everybody is trying out puppy play all of a sudden. It's okay, like a so, so it is something that's happening. It, yeah, it is. And um, I think it just depends on the person. Uh, my subsister, she started out as a kitten, but she presented both kitten play and puppy play to her dom at the same time. And they focused on kitten play first, but she is still planning to go out and try puppy play. Okay. So it is something that she's going to graduate to. Um, personally, I only connect with a kitten, but if you can connect with multiple headspaces, then by all means, you know? I think it just depends. Nice. Could be a red tail hawk. Ah! Just like through the dungeon, like in people's, you know, outside of their play scenes, just be all, ah! Ah! stand on little chairs, ah! not rolling chairs. Okay. No? No. Yes, Ryan. Um, I actually did have something to add on that. When I began uh, dating uh, Messy Kitty, I learned, obviously, that she was a kitten. And, uh, and eventually. I learned through uh, our relationship that I had more of puppy um, tendencies, but I fantasized more on what pet I wanted to be, as in, like, what would be more of my favorite pet. For instance, I really loved the idea of being a wolf. I loved sure. that, that you know, big masculine kind of feel of a dog or of that kind of sense. Um, I did like the idea of a fox because I really liked the gear style, and then... Master Kitty ended up pointing out way more things in my personality. For instance, I play ultimate frisbee semi-professionally. Right. Dogs love frisbees. I'll chase a frisbee all day long. You know, not necessarily in my headspace as a, as a puppy, but also in my headspace as a puppy. Sure. Yeah, and that was something I was going to point out was it, when you're looking for your pet, it's not necessarily going to be your favorite animal. It is whatever animal is going to be easiest for your headspace to transition to. So right. you want to look for traits that you know, connect you strongly to that animal. You want to look for, well, am I energetic like this? Or do I, you know, sleep during the day or, and, you know, get up at night? Do I eat a lot of fruit? You know, whatever it is that's going to make you correlate best when you're in that headspace, because getting into a headspace as an animal and completely, you know, getting rid of all of your human notions and your, you know, uh, where is my car located? Or, you know, what do I have to do tomorrow? It is difficult. So you want to choose something that is going to be easy for you to connect to. Fair enough, fair enough. Squiggles! 
So this is only sort of relevant, um, but somehow there's a pregnant giraffe in New York came up. Did that thing give birth yet? <laughs> well, we're speculating that you're the father, Boogie. Oh, <laughs> it's possibly true. It's possibly true. And and so um, they're recommending that they do a DNA test. Oy. Possibly. Dream under. Dream under. <laughs> I'm lost in a dream and miss you all, Boogie. <laughs> And I miss you too, Kathy. <laughs> Maybe I'll come to your dream and see you there, Kathy. Be nice, Dreamunger. <laughs> you can ask me for the fucking paper towels instead of Boogie in the middle of his scene. What? Which he shouldn't be doing in the kitchen anyway. Fuck you, Dreamunger. That's bullshit. That's my dream. Fuck you, Boogie. <laughs> Those Unger knows all. God damn it, Dream Unger fucking us up again. Well, that's it. Did we cure the world? No, we still have some fucking advice. We do? Yes. Are we over? Do we cut it off? I thought we should have just ended the world just there. Yeah. Because that was pet play. It was not. We ended. We're going to end it. Yeah, okay, fine. Let's just do it. All right. And we'll just, I'll just, I'll just push a button like this. And that is our show. Thank you, Threshold, for providing this perverted playground for us to record in. If you are in Los Angeles or the surrounding areas, visit Threshold.org and find out about joining their kinky family. Thank you to everybody who was here, to Mark, Squiggles, and everyone in the chat room. Woo! To Paper Doll and her friends, Charisma and Alicia. Woo! To Apple, Bunny, and Ellie. Woo! And thank you, Chloe and Ryan. Woo! And finally, Phoenix. Thank you so much for being on Woo-hoo! this crazy thank ride Thank you for having us. me. It was awesome. Yeah. It's good to, was that it? Yeah, that's it. That's it? That's show 91? What, what are we if doing if you have any questions, comments, and ideas, please email us at pervertedpodcast at gmail.com and visit pervertedpodcast.com. Who recently has had an anal orgasm? What the hell? <laughs> okay, one one woo. Mark? We have one woo. That would be Mark. Mark, <laughs> who's my girl who had a good anal orgasm? She does not look good happy. <laughs> she, she wooed. She's cringing. Everyone here, like, how many people here like anal? Raise hands. One, two, three, four, five, six. Seven, eight, what? I am raising it. You getting any ideas there, sex pot? Yeah? Bougainvillea. All right. We will see you guys next week for show 92. We are out of here. Woo!